Hey friends, welcome to the Intent Podcast where we give you all the tools that you need to live intentionally because we never do a damn thing without intent. I'm your host, Nia Larice. I wanted to come and talk to you guys. This is going to be a very non-traditional episode. Like, I'm not going to do the inspired segment. Like, there's really not going to be any structure. I really just kind of wanted to come and express this. Um, It's very random, but yeah, I I wanted to share something that I've had been thinking about and it's really like personal and specific to me, but maybe there's somebody out there who can also benefit from that. So, you know, trying to share my thoughts (laughs) for the greater good you never know um i hope you guys are well i hope you guys are bundling up because it's definitely starting to get cold especially if you're on the east coast like i um but what i wanted to talk about was or is relationships of course right like of course we want to talk about that me being the hopeless romantic that i am um, however, I, it's Scorpio season right now. So the sun, it's also a new moon. It's Scorpio new moon right now. Um, so the sun and the moon are in my first house and Uranus is like moving into my seventh because Uranus is in Taurus right now. And it's really had me, has me looking at relationships my past relationships um and then what I want right now and really just like challenging myself about what I want because I think that a lot of things have changed in that area and there are some like desires and things about myself that I have always been afraid to express or own that I like um and I know this isn't making sense but I probably I promise you it will um and again this is a rant so like I said there's no structure to this episode um I'm not going to be taking any breaks like I'm gonna talk all the way through (laughs) but I hope that you guys you know find some type of like entertainment or it sparks some type of inspiration in you and ultimately I think the overarching um lesson and and discovery for me is like embracing my authentic self you know um and that has a lot to do with uranus being in my seventh and uranus is about very fast radical change um but it's also about who you are uniquely how you are uniquely you and for it to be in my seventh house right now um it's changing up my relationships it's shaking up my relationships it's shining the light on the way that I deal with love in a in different ways um and also so I'm a Scorpio rising so my seventh house is in Taurus and with that being said like I like very structured very consistent um solid relationships I like someone I like to be in relationships where I can count on that person. And like, yes, like I need you to have a little, you know, you got to have edge. Like you have to be a little, 
you know, I my Juno, which deals with marriage. I think I talked to you guys about this before, but Juno's an asteroid that deals with marriage. My Juno's an Aquarius. So I like, you know, someone who is that like I do like someone and I'm probably going to end up with someone who is very like out there, radical, um, who is unique and all of those things and I find that a lot of my boyfriends in the past have been those type of guys where like girls were like him you like you like him I always like the underdog I always like the one that everybody doesn't go for but as far as like being in a relationship like you can be individualistic you can be unique you can be the type of person who you know is constantly changing and all of those things but when it comes to us in our relationship it has to be stable and I, I like a certain amount of tradition and I like a certain amount of um, consistency. I actually like need it because like the seventh house deals with not just relationships, but the, the like the things that bring you comfort and like how you are at home, like your very personal self, you know. So with Uranus being there, it's just shaking up a lot of things. And yesterday I was thinking about something as far along as okay I'm trying to learn I'm trying to like figure out how to word this um but I I basically like came to the realization that I don't think I could be happy in a relationship where everything was peachy cream all the time where like the 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 connection is easy the relationship is just very smooth sailing we don't fight we don't have much conflicts we like all the same things um we want to do the same things we have the same goals like everything is just like very like easygoing and smooth um the thought of that (laughs) as weird as this sounds oh my god this sounds so weird to even say out loud because you know society doesn't like Anyway, the the sound of that makes me cringe. Like the sound of that of having a relationship where everything is just cool all the time. It actually does it's not appealing to me. And I am in a place where I have to accept that about myself because that is a that's a very different (laughs) it is a very different way of being um it's something that I don't think a lot of people are I haven't heard anybody actually openly come out and say like yeah like I like a little conflict like I like for there to be a little bit of an uphill battle sometimes. I like for me to feel like we have to work at this connection. Like we, in a way, you know, like I, and I'm not saying, because like I said, again, my seventh house is in Taurus. Like I like consistency. I like for things to be, you know, consistent and kind of traditional and all of that. But in the same breath, I don't think that has to mean that, like, 
everything is smooth sailing. Like you can be consistent and have a consistent relationship, but there still be a little bit of a shakeup. Like I want to consistently fight for us, not like fight each other. I don't mean like fight each other in like argument, but like I want to consistently fight for us to get to that next level to like overcome an obstacle, whatever that obstacle may be. And it can be, I'm not saying that I want drama. I'm not saying that I want someone who, you know, is like bringing a lot of drama and chaos and disrupting my peace. No, that's not what I'm saying. But like, I kind of like it when we're not always like liking the same things and there's a little bit or there's a a vast difference in perspective on certain things and we have to kind of come together and hash it out you know so like I guess what I'm I'm saying that's to say like relating it back to the tourist thing like I want to consistently fight for us to be on the same page and to like bring our best self to the table and then merge that together. Like, I want that part to be consistent. I want to be consistently committed to making it work. But I also want it, I want it, I want a challenge. Like, I do. I want a challenge, but within the relationship. Like, I don't necessarily want a challenge to get to the relationship. <laughs> I just want a challenge within the relationship. I want to feel like we're constantly learning. I want to feel like you come to the table with something that I didn't even think of and you inspire me. And I might look at it and be like, what the hell? Like, how did you come up with that? Why are you thinking that way? That doesn't make sense. You know, and you probably look at me and you're like, what? What kind of perspective, what kind of life are you living? But, you know, we are committed to being with each other and to, and merging or Yes, merging to create something new, essentially two holes coming together to create something new. And we're consistent and committed to that. You know, I want there, I like when there's a little bit of friction. I like it. And it makes sense because when I look back at my past relationship, so like my very first, well, yeah, my first love, um, I think I told you guys that I was kind of tumultuous in that relationship with him. And um, I was watching something and this girl was talking about, she was like, have you ever reflected on when you were someone's karmic? And if you don't know what that means, is like, okay, there's different types of like spiritual relationships. You have like your soulmates, you have your twin flames, um, you have your life partners, and then you have your karmics. And a lot of times the like people in relationships will have a lot of those different uh classifications and like a karmic relationship is like you guys have unfinished business from a past life um or you're just like your souls decided to come together this life and learn something together so it's it's a really it can be a relationship with a lot of friction a lot of chaos a lot of conflict um etc etc it's probably a relationship I mean some people spend a lifetime with their karmic you know I'm not saying that it's not possible but a lot of times commonly you don't you don't end up with that person um you are together to kind of go through those trials and learn that lesson and so I was my first I had to come to the realization for myself that I was my first love's karmic like I was I was a karmic relationship for him 
And that's crazy to say out loud because I like to think of myself as somebody who lives her life in her highest good at all, you know, like at all times, which is true about me. I do. Um, But back then, I think that this need for constant, um, this need for a little bit of conflict and this need for a little bit of like challenge is what caused me to be his karmic because I would create issues and create fights with him for no reason. And it was because I wanted to see that passion from him. I wanted to see like he was committed to being in that relationship with me and working on the relationship with me. I I liked the way that friction felt a little bit, you know, and because I was so young and he was the first person I ever felt that way about, um, I didn't know how to express that or how to say that. And then because of the way that relationship ended and the results that that relationship yielded, I think I kind of tucked that side of me away um, and it has become kind of like a shadow side where I don't allow myself, I didn't, I've never allowed myself to explore that, to really understand what it is I was getting at. Cause I wasn't, I don't want, I didn't want the actual chaos that I created in that relationship. I just wanted to feel challenged and I wanted to feel like there was a, like there was like a, con- like a constant like spark that turned into a flame. Like I just, I don't know. I like that square energy and when I say that I'm talking about that's an astro like from an astrology standpoint I think I've explained this to you guys but like planets make aspects to each other and one of the aspects that they can make is a square and a square deals with it does it deals with like conflicting ideas conflicting ways of being Um, You guys are not coming from the same point of view. It's a little hard to understand each other. You have to work really hard to bring it together. Um, I like that type of relationship. A lot of my relationships have been with people whose signs square me, square mine, or square my moon. Um, And I was watching something not too long ago and the person was saying like if you had two choices like you have two choices one choice is a choice where the love and it's dealing with like love and romance it's like that love is going to be easy that love is not going to have a lot of passion but it's going to be an easy love you guys are going to come together you're going to do what you set out to do and it's not going to be a lot of conflict it's just going to be very smooth sailing Or you can have a love where you guys have a lot of the same, like, problems to handle or lessons to learn, but you you go about it in very different ways. And so there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be, you know, hills to climb together. You're going to get there. Like, you're going to get to that point where you guys make it you know everybody not everybody but most of the time the you want a monogamous relationship where you're gonna last for however long the relationship is gonna last for 
the rest of your life, right? So she was saying like, okay, that's promised to you. You'll get, no matter which relationship you choose, you'll get that. But the way, the the path there is going to be different. And the second path would be a little bit bumpy. It's going to be bumpy. It's going to be some tears cried. It's going to be some fights that might happen. You know, things aren't going to go smoothly. Which relationship would you choose? And I automatically in my head was like, I'm going to choose this. I think I would be happy with the second one versus the one where I feel like everything is just like very easy going, very smooth sailing, (laughs) very like, I don't know. Like I, and I mean, I don't know what that says about me. I think it just, it doesn't have to say anything. It just is kind of what it is. And, you know, I'm really allowing, trying to allow myself to move into a space where I'm not judging myself over that. But yeah, I do need to feel challenged in a relationship. I do. And a lot of times I get that challenge from being with someone who just thinks completely different from me. Like we probably, we usually have, or like in my past relationships, we have the same priority the same goal top goals the same you know overarching big picture like we want the same things it's just the way we go about it is different you know I wouldn't think about it to go about I wouldn't think to go about it in the way that he does and vice versa and so that can create some fiction friction because a lot of times we tend to think like my way is the best way you know Um, And most of the time it's not. And I know that. And I think it also comes from the fact that I have such an eagerness to learn. Like, I really, really want to constantly constantly be learning. Like, that's how you keep my attention. I could not be with somebody who doesn't teach me something. You have to teach me something. I have to feel like I learned something from you. And it, it doesn't even have to be like you like literally being like, okay, sit down today. I'm going to teach you how to da 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 Like, no, like I want to learn something literally by just watching you do you. Like by watching you be yourself and the way you go about it. I want to be like, oh shit, like I ain't never, I never would have thought about it that way. You know, it can be the type of thing where you're like, hey, this is what I'm into. Like, and because you're passionate about it, you know, then I start to learn. But one of my longest relationships, that was a big part of it. And a big part of why I was so in love with him was because I learned a lot from him. And the learning was transformative too. Like the things that I learned from him and from that relationship helped transform me in multiple ways and helped me become the woman that I am today. That's the type of stuff I like, you know? Type of shit I like. Yeah, yeah, that's the vibe. Ooh, that's the vibe. Like, I, that's what I'm looking for. And it sounds crazy coming out of my mouth because, like I said, in society, like, nobody says that. Nobody says, like, I want a relationship where there's a little bit of conflict, where there's some challenges. Like, I would, I would be okay with and I would choose the road where I have to kind of work hard at it. Nobody's saying that shit. I never heard nobody say that. And if they do, it's in a problematic way. Like, you can tell that, like, what they're really saying is they like drama. They, you know, they want drama. It's in a way that isn't productive. I'm not saying that I 
want drama. I'm not saying that I want somebody who's going to, like I said, disturb my peace. But I'm okay with, and I do want somebody who thinks and moves completely different from me and poses a little bit of a challenge to the way that I see things. Now, I say that, right? And I do mean it. But sometimes you get in, once you get in that situation and that person is actually in front of you, like, it's not easy to to accept or deal with, um, but it's rewarding to me. It's absolutely rewarding um, because I want to have stories to tell my grandchildren about hey like me and your grandfather we went through a lot like we I love those things I love those stories where it's like you guys go through so much and you think it's not gonna freaking work and then because it's supposed to work and because you guys are committed it does you know my favorite movies of all time are Love Jones and The Notebook the amount of chaos in those relationships like and, a, and some of it was, like, toxic, you know? And so I, I know that about myself. Like, I know that that desire for a little bit of fire, A, that little rhyme. But, yeah, that desire for the little bit of fire, for that passion. Sometimes, you know, me wanting that, it is possible that I could attract somebody who is toxic or abusive or x y and z you know that that opens that door um but I think that I'm putting myself on the right path by allowing myself to accept it because like I told you guys after my first love after that relationship like I really did tuck that part of me away because I saw the chaos that it caused and the way I was trying to I didn't know how to express what I really really wanted in that relationship I didn't know how to um really get that because he and I got along very well like it was a very easygoing type of connection and I mean he I think if I had the tools back then I could have got what I wanted because the more I got to know him you know he and I kept in touch for a very long time and we really became very good friends the more I got to know him I was like oh like we do have some different deferring ways of being like we're similar in a lot of ways but a lot of the ways that he looked at things were completely different from me and so if I would have just known how to channel like what I was really looking for and really if I would have been more cognizant and more self-aware back then I could have had that in that relationship you know what I mean but I didn't know and then you allow that to play out and then I got scared and I was like I don't want to be that girl I don't want to sabotage my relationships for the rest of my life so then you just tuck it away and you know slowly but surely later on I started to like take it out a little bit and started to I started to accept it but it wasn't something that I was vocal about it and now I'm in a place in my life where it's like I am willing and okay to say that out loud, you know? And I think by me owning that, it's like I told you guys before how we did the whole shadow episode. Like, acknowledging those parts about you that you might be embarrassed about or that you might feel like are not the best or are not um, acceptable to society, whatever have you. And just owning it and claiming it. And then you can take that and really shape it so that it works 
for you. And so I personally, I believe that by me accepting this and claiming it and owning it, I am making it a part of me and I can avoid those situations where, like I said, that type of energy can attract someone who's toxic or abusive or can turn me to be toxic or abusive because I'm just looking for a specific energy, but I haven't tapped into this part of me. So I'm going to do it in whatever way I see. You know what I mean? Like by me just embracing it, I feel like I'm setting myself up to find what I actually want. Um, But I, yeah, like I was really, I've been thinking about that. It's something that just kind of has come to the forefront because of the Uranus in my seventh house transit. It's really helped me think about it. And then, like I said, I also was listening to something where some, a lady, like she presented those two options. She was like, you could have, you're going to have your happy ending. It's just the way you get there. What choice are you going to make? And I was like, I'm always in my head. I'm like, I'm always going to choose the bumpy road. I just, I just am. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Um, it's a part of me. It's 100% a part of me. I like a challenge and like, I have a lot, I have, I'm a Scorpio rising and my sun, my moon, my rising are in a Scorpio house. And then my Venus and my Mars are in the ninth house, which is about higher learning, which is very, you know, it's connected to learning. I think all of those combinations is like, I like a little bit of chaos that turns into transformation. Like, I like a little bit of intensity. I kind of need it. I have Pluto in my first house, you know? Like, I, Pluto is about transformation, and it's about sexuality, and it's about uh, those taboo subjects. It can also be about obsession and, like, really dark things, you know what I mean? I, I attract those, I embody that literally on my body, like, that's, a part of me and then I attract those things to me so I really need to just be okay with accepting that about myself and you know passion is very very important to me I can't be in a relationship without it I need it I want to feel like we desire each other at all times and that that sounds a little demanding coming out of my mouth I'm like oh shit that's intense like that's a real strong girl but <laughs> but it's the truth like I, I would need to feel your desire for me and I'm gonna make sure you feel my desire for you there has this I need that fire burning in order to keep me it's what I like and it's weird and it's different And it's a little dangerous, but the one that's meant for me, he gonna fuck with it. So, like I said, this was just, like, not a traditional episode. I really just wanted to, like, rant and get that out of me. Share it with the world. See if there's anybody who relates. If you do, feel free to hit me up. Like, um, I told you guys I do this on Anchor. So, if you guys have Anchor, you can send me voice notes or... Um, you can 100% follow me on Instagram and slide in the DMs at intense, intense, at intense, (laughs) at the intent podcast, um, or my personal at flawless, the whole word underscore and the whole word underscore Brown. Um, yeah, 
I'd love to hear what you guys think about it. This is probably one of the most personal episodes ever, but I wanted to get it off my chest and claim it. Like, I'm letting my freak flag fly right now. And it's the perfect time because it's about to be Halloween. Freaks come out at night. Like, this is, it's a, it's perfect timing. Like I said, like, we're in Scorpio season. That's right on my rising sign. Like, I need to just be okay with accepting this part of me. And I think that this Uranus transit is letting me know, like, yes, you can have, you know, stability in a relationship. And yeah, those are the things that you want. But like kind of trying to keep me so that I'm not stuck in that. And like just being okay with the fact that I like a little bit of chaos and I can have both, you know, like it's okay. Like, I can have a stable relationship and it doesn't have to be void of conflict. It just doesn't. And yeah. So that's all. Peace, family. Happy Halloween. I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, It's a new moon right now. I am going to drop this episode today. So get y'all new moon intentions in as soon as possible um it might be the last day to do it today tuesday what's today tuesday october 29th might be the last day to do it um take out baths write y'all intentions out light your candles talk to your ancestors have fun with their kitties and they're doing their trick-or-treating be safe and i'll talk to y'all later Uh, Bye-bye.